Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Event Industry News podcast. Today, Monday, the 17th of September, marks the start of the Event Wellbeing Week 2018. This week, the organisation EventWell aims to highlight the issue of wellbeing among event professionals. And throughout this week on eventindustrynews.com, we're going to be publishing a special edition of the podcast every day to coincide with every day of this working week, talking about the initiative. Join in today's special edition of the podcast and to tell us more about the whole, uh, the whole project is the founder of EventWell, Helen Moon. Helen, thanks for joining us today. Hi, James. How are you doing? As I said, that this this podcast kicks off a week uh, a week long special edition of, of our event industry news podcast, talking about the event wellbeing week twenty eighteen. But let's first of all talk about event well as an organisation. Um, why was it founded, and what prompted you to do so? Um, well, it was, it was actually founded off the back of last year's inaugural campaign, so Event Well seventeen that was held at the same time September last year. Um, Basically, uh, what we wanted to do was myself and a group of, of other very passionate event professionals, a few of which you're going to be hearing from this week in various other podcasts that are happening this week, um, who basically wanted to just get together and, and start the, the industry talking more than anything else. So we started off with last year's campaign, um, basically because we started to see a little bit of shift in attitude across the industry in terms of mental health and well-being and that was kick-started by um, a report that had come off that said that event coordination was the fifth most stressful job and that a provocative statement in itself actually started getting people talking and thinking about it so um, our little posse of event professionals got together because um, we'd obviously seen things happening over the years and we'd, we'd, we'd seen this kind of attitude where, you know, that's the way the industry is, just kind of get on with it. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, we wanted to start something that would kind of make a difference and start people thinking that, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. People can be doing things to take better care of themselves and their colleagues and their teams and their businesses to, you know, for the, for the good of the industry and good of people's health more than anything else. Um, and then, you know, you see statistics that come out that one in four will suffer from a period or an episode of, of mental ill health. Everybody has mental health, but mm -hmm. uh, it's a one in four for a period or episode of mental ill health. Um, but we did the research that we carried out with EventWell, it's coincided with EventWell 17 last year, actually identified that for event professionals, that's actually one in three. Um, and there was a new statistic that came out here for, for working individuals. Um, the, the general statistic is one in six. So to have a one in three within the events industry is very, is very worrying. Mm. Uh, and then from the, camp, from the inaugural campaign that we had last year, the momentum and what it created more than anything else was that everyone started sitting up and listening more than anything else. And then the people that we were talking to through campaign week and that were coming and literally holding their hands up and saying almost like a me too type thing kind of stuff. Yeah. I've, I've suffered. I've, I've had this period of ill health. People that, that we know that talent and stuff that have dropped out of the industry um, due to stress or ill health and stuff as well. So it was off the back of that. Um, that we decided to launch eventwell.org and eventwell limited as a social enterprise for the industry mm -hmm. uh, the idea of eventwell.org is that it's a resource it's a central hub of information 
that people can visit whenever they need. And there's expert blogs on there. We've started a directory of practitioners and experts within the wellbeing space on there. So if people need life coaches or health coaches and need to find a mindfulness class or, or a dietitian or a nutritionist, sleep experts that's all there in the directory and then what we, we also do is pull together an event calendar of well-being events that are happening not just within the events industry but within the wider kind of well-being space as well that people can go and attend for for information and help and resource and um, there's an expert blog so people are writing different bits and pieces um, and there's also a support email on there so if anybody's looking for any kind of help or assistance or support um, if they're in distress um, there's somewhere now that they can turn to and they'll be guided to go to the right sure. organization a gp a, a medical a, a medic um, whatever that might be whatever help people are looking for there's so there's there's basically there's 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 mindfulness mm -hmm. 10 minute sessions and stuff on there as well so there's a little bit of everything for everybody so sure. not just that mental health with what we're, we're aiming to do with event well is cover all areas so that's for mental health um, emotional health and physical health because it's important that everybody understands that we all have all three of those and all three are intrinsic to each other and linked to each other um, no focus should be given to one over the other because if, if one starts to fall down that the other one will start to fall down they're like cogs in a wheel more than anything else and it's, it's just important to be taking better care of ourselves um the the nature looking at the nature of, of an event professional's job and role and 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 um and where they sit within the industry many other professionals in other industries doing other jobs will feel stress and will feel stressed out at work and feel pressure um i suppose in many other industries that pressure is coming from above they have bosses they have workloads that are being thrown onto the desk that they have to deal with to an extent the way that event professionals work a lot of that could be argued to be self-inflicted they put themselves under pressure to deliver there they're often left with projects that they have to manage themselves and it's their own ideas and their own tasks that they're looking to achieve so that there is an argument that i see that perhaps the role and the nature of an event professional's job is actually very very different to the stresses that are seen in in other industries and um, i'm curious to know whether or not you'd agree with that and whether or not that sort of almost self-inflicted stress makes it even more of a difficult task to deal with when it comes to addressing well-being um there's there's points that I agree and points that I disagree with in terms of that. Um, the, the main reason is we actually conducted more research last year with Event Well, with Event Well 17. Um, we wanted to dig a little bit deeper, deeper into what were the stresses and pressures that event professionals were, um, yeah. were, received, were, were under more than anything else and were causing this one in three more than anything else, mm -hmm. um, particularly with the fifth most stressful, stressful career. Um, because no, nothing of what we do, even though it feels like it at times, nothing of what we do is life or death, which it could be for a firefighter or a surgeon, or which, and these were the guys sure. that were coming above an event coordinator. And what we actually identified was that um, the main concerns for a lot of people were pressure from the top, relationships from work, client expectations. None of that is any different to any other um, industry or organization. It's, we're, we're, it's very, very similar stresses and strains that other industries are mm -hmm. under. So that's the same. Um, where we do fall down, which is where I would agree with you, um, is that you know we're not taking care of ourselves. Um, so the, the, the industry is long, is long hours. 
it's not Monday, Friday, 95. Um, it can be unsociable at times. But what we need to get better at at an industry is taking care of ourselves because fundamentally our overall well-being comes rests first and foremost with ourselves. So, you know, if you've got a busy week and you know that you've got an event that week and it's going to be probably going to be an 80 hour, um, then adapt your week before the week afterwards to ensure that you're investing in yourself mm. but not just yourself also those relationships that you have with other people outside of work so you're giving back to yourself and giving back to those around you um, get to know yourself it's going to be different for different people so different different people need different things so some people like to go out and do a run running isn't everyone's doesn't float everyone's boat some people like to do yoga some people like to do mindfulness but even the small matter of when you're on site or the day before an event making sure you get those Z's in making sure you get a good night's sleep and then immediately after you've been working on an event if it has been long hours making sure you're catching up on your sleep and getting some extra Z's I'm um, not opening a bottle of wine and I'm making that be the first thing that you do it's those those little small steps the little intrinsic changes that people can be making that make such a massive huge difference even the matter of eating properly when you're on site there's a small little thing that we've all heard of it's called cortisol so when you're on site at an event your body the, the cortisol is basically raging for you it's what keeps you going more than anything right. um but when you have cortisol going through your body it actually suppresses your appetite so if some people think, oh, I never work on site because I'm busy. Well, there's actually something biologically happening in your body that suppresses your appetite and stops you from going and sitting down and having a, a, a nice, good, protein-enriched lunch that you should be having because you've got a busy day. So there's, there's lots of things that people can be doing, which is where EventWell comes in. This is what EventWell is designed to do, is to give people this information so that they can make better decisions in terms of their own self-care pre on-site and post-event so it's better planned and it's better managed sure and a lot of people as soon as you said that i'm sure a lot myself included will, will be able to empathize and reference exactly what you've just said that feeling of arriving on site at 7 a.m yeah. and you might you get to the end of the day and you think well, i've only had a sandwich but actually i've not felt hungry all day it, it, yeah. it's it's that feeling that well i'm not hungry at the moment so i won't stop i'll just carry on plowing on through yeah. and it is a slightly strange sensation that as soon as you highlight it verbally, as you have done, a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, you know, I get that feeling on site as well. I never feel hungry. You know, I eat half a sandwich, but I'm not full. You know, I'm full. And then I go straight back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's little differences you can make. So if that's how you work when you're on site, then fine. So get little pots of yogurt, get little snacks of seeds and nuts and stuff, protein-rich foods and snack throughout the day. I'm not saying sit down and have a three-course meal because that's just not going to happen. <laughs> you would manage to be able to do that but it, it's making those really having a think about what you need to be doing individually to take better care of yourself when you're sure. on site and what you need to do james might be very different to what i need to do and that's where that's where we need to get better and we also need to get a little bit better at saying no hold back a second let me have five or ten minutes instead you know Mm -hmm, absolutely uh, um i'd like to touch on on something that you mentioned relating to eventworld.org and the yep. services the resources uh the, the the help that people can now find through that website um and and looking at um, the idea of linking up you said that last year with the inaugural event Wellbeing week 17 being such a success that off the back of that you had people coming forward and it's it sounds almost like it only took one or two people to walk through the door and talk about it for loads of people to then start 
putting their hands up as well and saying, well, yes, you know, I, I, I've got the same reference. As people, hopefully now, new people continue to walk through that door, is there a way of them linking up with other people in the industry who you've already spoken to and a way of perhaps linking people with similar experiences or people who've dealt with it in a certain way to people who are struggling so that there's a, you know, almost like a mentoring or a partnering up of, of people to, to help support through periods like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I said, there's a, there's a support email on the eventworld.org website. So it's support at eventworld.org. Um, so you can send for any requests to that. And then what we would do is advise who would be the best person for you to speak to, mm -hmm. whether you're just looking for a practitioner or whether you want some, some more, um, hate to use the word serious, but you, you want something on a, a kind of deeper level in terms of counselling or the medical practitioner kind of help so we would advise on that there is also a new facebook group that we started called event world chat so if you want to chat to other people within the the well-being space we have event professionals on there that are joining the group that are passionate about yeah. well-being and their own self-care and, and and the health and and physical health and benefits of others and so so people are, are joining that group now it's fairly new so we're just building up the community but we're going to be talking about that a lot this week and um, so there's there's a place now that you can go to just to chat and get a, a, advice and tips and and health pointers all that kind of stuff. it's a bit like a, a delegate wranglers for well-being <laughs> kind of stuff a place to just to go and chat with other people get some tips and advice and um, because one of the things that we've we've definitely seen um from the movement that started particularly from last year and already the momentum for for this year's campaign which is just on a another level this year everybody just seems to be getting on board and really driving it forward this year already if you see the stuff that's happening on social is that the power within the community that we have in the events industry mm. uh, and that's one of the things that's the best about what we do as event professionals and what we do as a as wider community is how we all get together to back things that are of sure. benefit and positivity for this industry and it's, it's amazing to see that so yeah I, I'd like to ask about um, about link-ups with, um, I suppose, uh, uh, other bodies, and that comes twofold. First of all, our, our industry has a number of professional bodies, trade associations, member groups, um, representing all different sectors and, and, and elements within what we umbrella, you know, as the events industry. Um, have you been able to link up w uh, with any of those organisations to work with their members? And I suppose the second part of that refers to people who are coming into the industry. So students, universities, um, loads and loads of universities around the UK now do various different types of event management courses and degrees. Yep. So I suppose there's, 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 there's two strands. It's addressing people who are already in the industry through professional bodies and also addressing people who may come into the industry. Um, curious to know if you've got any experiences of working on either of those. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've made great um, steps this year in terms of that engagement um, with, with our association bodies um, as well as some of the, the major events and stuff that are happening. So um, we'd, we've been at IMEX this year IBTM World this year, we were at IBTM World last year, and the meeting show, ABCO annual um, AGM, we were out there talking about well-being, um, um, ESSA, 
Ilia UK, I've got their wellbeing huddle on Wednesday morning, MPI UK, ICA UK, so everybody is tweeting and getting behind it this year. So yeah, absolutely. And then in terms of students and new people coming into the industry, um, we're going to be doing a series of lectures with Events Academy. Sure. So um, that's going to be happening later in the year. And then the, the earlier this year, the, the Met in Manchester. So we went up and did a session with the students. Uh, with, there's still lots to do. We're just getting started. But the momentum is picking up and we're making that, that groundwork is, is being put in place um, sure. to move forward and achieve even more. So let me move forward through this year and next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't wish to, to, to either pry or, or get too personal, but I, th- I think it, it, it would be nice to perhaps just know what your own professional background is and experiences within the, within the events industry. And, and um, I, I dare say you will have worked with people where you may have identified them as, as maybe struggling a little bit or feeling really under pressure. And, um, you know, has EventWell been born out of some personal experiences of your own and working in the industry? Uh, yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've worked in the industry for 21 years. Um, I started in the late 90s. Um, I suffered my first burnout, well, my first and only burnout, really, um, roughly about 10, it's coming up to 10 years ago now. Right. Uh, and that was, it was a very busy period. Um, I, was, I was traveling a lot, so I was a business development manager. I was the only proactive business development manager for, for a large venue in central London. Um, doing a lot of traveling up and down the UK, around trips out to Europe, doing the international shows, going out on sales missions to America. Um, we did a lot of sponsorship and promotion as a venue, as some of the bigger venues do, which meant that, quite frankly, we were probably at every event going. Um, and, you know, the inevitable happens when you're working like that um, is, is you will burn out. And I have to be honest, I wasn't, taking, I wasn't taking good care of myself at the time at all. I wasn't investing in me. So I wasn't recouping the damage that was being done by all that extra work and the long hours and stuff that I was doing. Um, but also the, the big thing for me is that what we didn't know until I received the diagnosis that year was that I'd, I'd actually... I'd had an idea. I'd, I'd suffered from depression on and off for a very, very long time, um, since my teens, really. Um, and I was actually diagnosed um, 10 years ago with bipolar disorder, right. um, which came as a result of my burnout more than anything else. Um, it, it led, my burnout led me to actually go and speak to a doctor about certain behavioural patterns that I'd seen. Um, that's kind of, you see, we were talking a second ago, weren't we, about that, ah, kind of moments well yes, the, the light bulb moment yeah yeah i had that light bulb moment 10 years ago when i went through my burnout and that it actually led to me getting the help that i need i needed and i'd actually needed for quite a long time to be honest with you so in a good way for me personally um my burnouts and going the experience in that was actually very good for me and very sure. positive for me because it meant that i got the help that i needed i was able to move forward and I've been able to make those essential life changes um, in terms of, you know, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to make those changes that, that means that I can take very, very good care of myself and actually manage bipolar disorder without taking medication. And that's all because, you know, I, I look at how I live my life. I, I don't drink alcohol anymore, for example. I, I, I've cut caffeine out completely. I watch what I eat. I keep a very, very close eye on my sleep patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, because I work in a very busy and hectic industry, but also because I have a complex 
mental health disorder that I have to look after. And mental, my mental health is extremely important for yeah. me. It's really important I look after it. So I have a lot of personal experience and stuff that I want to pass on. Um, but also witnessing, you know, people adapting. It's, it's a very busy industry. So you, you will, I think everybody knows somebody who has suffered. Mm. Um, and that really is what myself and these, this group of event professionals, when we all got together to, to start event one and start last year and push for this year and make next year even bigger, um, is, is we just wanted to make a difference, to let people know that, you know what, it's okay. You're mm -hmm. not, it's not just you. Um, I, I almost like the, the, the phrase that I hear a lot now when you, you start doing a lot of mindfulness courses and stuff where, where people will turn around and say, you are not your mind or you are not your brain kind of stuff. You, you are you as a person. Um, it's almost like being able to take more control of your life mm -hmm. um, and take control of your mind kind of stuff so that, so that you can live a happy, healthy and productive life, both in work and outside of work as well. Um, tying that all in with, with event well, have you found personally that not just being a not just managing it and 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 making the changes that you've made personally in your life to, to to manage that but actually with the launch of event well and helping other people with that has that aided your process as well and did you find that actually that that's been a real sort of support mechanism if you can call it that for you by knowing that you've helped create something that's going to support other people as well yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i'm i'm incredibly proud that it's you know it's the second it's the second campaign we're in second year i'm incredibly proud of where we are can I, I still get quite emotional about it quite rightly yeah for a couple of weeks after after last year it was quite i had to take a step back and everyone that was involved in the campaign last year and i think everyone's the same that's involved in this year's campaign as well that we've all it, it's quite a life-changing kind of experience to know that you're making a, a difference and, and helping people and at the end of the day that was certainly my motivation um for starting event well off in the first place was just to help people and and for for people not to feel alone because i think that that was the biggest for me when i experienced my burnout 10 years ago um it was the loneliness of it <laughs> that was the hardest um where you think that nobody understands and nobody's there for you instead and that that's what we're here to make a difference about to let people know absolutely fundamentally that you're not alone um, and help is now there um today's podcast is a, is a special edition of the podcast um, being broadcast on monday the 17th of september 2018 to coincide with event Wellbeing week 2018 all of this week uh, we'll be publishing a, a different podcast every day this week talking about event Wellbeing week talking about event well uh, the organization talking about the hashtag event well 18 and how you can get involved in social media um, and our guest today has been helen moon helen is the founder of event well and um, i suppose the first thing we should do helen is is thank you for coming on the show but thank you for being so open and, and honest and frank about your own experiences and how that that ties in fantastically with this really really excellent initiative that, that's been undertaken throughout the industry um, as i said use the hashtag event well 18 throughout this week to engage with what's happening on social media it's eventwell.org is the website to go to if you want to find out more about eventwell about the support and the mechanisms that are in place to, to help you if you feel that you are in need of 
just maybe some advice or some some guidance um, within the industry. Um, and all of this week, as I said, from the 17th of September is Event Wellbeing Week 2018. Helen, thank you very much for joining us today. You're welcome. Great. And, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, everybody uh, will continue to watch this special uh, edition of the podcast throughout this week with other guests that, uh, that are coming every day. Thanks very much for joining us and we'll see you on the next edition. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.